Welcome, everybody, to another fun episode of 2MFers. I, uh, of course, am uh, Brax Nightfighter, and here joining me is Rem. Rem, how are we doing tonight? We are doing pretty well, thank you very much. Fantastic. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna start a series, um, and this series is gonna be kind of centralized around guild management. Um, and you know we've kind of talked about some of our past experiences and um, things that we've learned throughout our time um, playing this game. Um, I think Rem and I have both been in a, a few different guilds um, prior to the guild that we're in now, and uh, we've learned some things and. Uh, you know, seen different leadership styles and everything like that, and um, I've came together and kind of had some ideas about like uh, what what we think works and um, what we think um, makes a good guild member and a guild uh, officer as well. So, um, Rem, what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I I think you hit the nail on the head. We we both have gone through a lot of iterations of guilds with great people but probably the wrong overall package of ideas on how to make a guild successful so i believe this series is meant to talk about what we have learned not only from our own experiences but from the experiences of the alliance the experiences of our guild leader and the experiences from those that we have been able to interact with with the overall community of what makes a successful guild. We're not talking about what makes a competitive guild or what makes a casual guild work. We're talking about just in general what makes a guild work. There are obviously details involved within some of those subtleties but behind the goals and we do end up intend to to get into those details in later episodes but we want to just start this episode establishing sort of the credentials of why we are able to talk about this subject yeah so and i think with that you know we're going to break this up into probably four different parts um, as far as overall guild management, you know, we're going to talk about the culture and recruiting and, you know, future focuses and player development and stuff like that. Um, but I think we'll probably use this episode mostly just to talk about um, a little bit of our experience and like, I don't, I don't want to say justify, but at least, be, you know, be able to show that, um, you know, we, we've kind of had some experiences that have uh, have um, led us to um, our thought processes and everything behind this. So. Um, maybe, Rem, can you tell us about some of your early experiences? Yeah, would love to. I, I will begin the conversation by bringing my story up until I became affiliated with uh, Mustafar, or what we know today as Mustafar. So I started playing this game, and I've always been a gamer. And I was attempting to retire from gaming when a very close friend of mine uh, basically twisted my arm to join Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes because he knew I am a ridiculously crazy Star Wars fan. 
I'm that kind of fan that you want at trivia night. <laughs> so, uh, I reluctantly said, sure, I'll give it a try. And, of course, became hooked because that's who I am. And started playing Star Wars. But I, the guild that my friend was in was a guild that multiple other friends of mine that were in. It was being run by and a, somebody that I knew. And he was running the guild as the solo officers. The only, He was the guild leader, no other officers in the guild. He made all decisions. And he was, there was no communication portion. We, you know, there was no way to communicate with each other outside of the in-game chat. And we all know that that has its limitations. But even with that happening, we, this was in the early days of Star Wars, four and a half years ago, maybe longer we were able to fill up to a full guild of 50. Then, of course, a tank raid is released, and we start watching a ton of our guild members leave the guild. That was one of the first events that really required some sort of communication and cooperation between members. And we just didn't have it. And so as our members started leaving, my friend and I realized that some changes needed to be made and started looking around for other members to join us, working the recruiting angle. It ended up being very successful, unsuccessful, if you are, and this is one of the things that a lot of people don't realize in the game, or a lot of guild leaders or guild officers don't realize, once you reach a certain deficiency in your guild size, it becomes harder and harder and harder and harder to recruit. At which point, we ended up losing a large contingency of our player base which forced us to eventually look for a guild merge that guild merge i went on to reddit onto discord onto all the sites that you can think of and uh, came across the guild called cantina fukatsu and Cantina Fukusu was a guild that was comprised of two or three other previous guild mergers. They were affiliated with a, another guild called Millennium Fukusu, run by somebody that everyone may know, Ace Nightwing, who uh, was running both Millennium Fukusu and Cantina Fukusu through two accounts. We ended up joining that guild, much to the chagrin of my previous guild leader, who also came with us, but understood that he just didn't have the time 
He didn't have the understanding of the game. He didn't have the ability to lead a guild properly. And so he handed it over to my friend and myself to represent this large group of personal friends who I still play with today in this game uh, as we moved into that guild. So that's my short story of how I became affiliated with Millennium Fukusu. At this point, I'm still in Cantina Fukusu. But with Millennium Fukusu, who ends up becoming Mustafar, and as we love to call MF, hence two MFers. Fantastic. Um, for myself, um, I was almost a launch player like i started playing uh within the first month or so i i want to say star wars galaxy heroes was, was launched in maybe like october of uh 2014 and or 2015 i'm sorry and uh and i believe i started playing in early december 2015 um, yeah, for so, me it was no november november yeah so it you know i was i was very close to um to launch when I, when i started playing um and i think when we first started playing there were no guilds and guilds were added just a, a little bit into it so um you know in today's world like you do a little bit of research you find out about a guild and everything at that point it was hey this looks cool let me just jump into it so i jumped into a guild it was called lords of dathmir um and uh, I was just, I, I was just a member. I, I wasn't an officer or anything at the time. And we had, we had a pretty good run. Uh, we had some good officers. Um, we had, you know, one guy. Um, I would call him the uh, the rim of my uh, of that guild because you know he had a lot of great knowledge and he was helpful and he helped everybody out. Um, and um, you know he was he was very invested in it. Um, but the leader of that guild um just wasn't a communicator like he he was kind of like he promoted people into officer roles and he kind of let them do their thing and uh he was pretty hands-off as far as that goes um and you know this is about the time as um you know tank goes through and then we start sith raid and with sith raid then um it, it started to get dicey and people weren't getting enough from the guild and so almost all i'm pretty sure all of the, the officers end up all leaving like within succession this boom 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 all the officers left so at one point there were like no officers so i messaged you know obviously in game um the leader and just said hey just so you know all the officers just left um you know i can step up and help if you need it um i don't have a lot of experience but i you know i can do what i can to help um, another one of uh, my fellow guild members who actually um, is in MF right now as well, um, he stepped up and said, you know, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can. Um, didn't really get a whole lot of response back from the guild leader. He just promoted us. And essentially the two of us kind of were running Lords of Dathomir. Um, he, you know, he was doing some stuff behind the scenes, but there really wasn't a lot of communication um, and so eventually got to the point where we're like, you know, man, we're going to have to do something here because this, this isn't productive. We're not going to be able to grow. 
and we were having other guild members just leave left and right. Um, and so, um, you know, my fellow guild member, like he was in a guild before, um, which um, was Cantina. And he uh, he said, you know, hey, I talked to my old guild. They've got some room for us if we're interested. So, um, and actually, I don't, I don't even know if he was actually in Cantina. I think he was aligned with Ace at the time. And so he knew he knew her, and so he had. Um, I think they had played previous games before together, and so he talked to her and said, you know, hey, we're interested, and worked it out. So um, I I think we uh we spent a, a few weeks in uh, Cantina until they got room, and then end up in uh, in Millennium. So. It's very inter- interesting stories when you talk to a lot of players that ended up with millennium when it was all said and done uh and how we all got there um but if you had to reflect on your time getting to where you're at now what were the greatest failures of the guilds that you were in um obviously i I think i kind of already outlined it but you know communication was was the biggest thing because we didn't we didn't know we didn't know what was going on half the time and um we, you know when we had some good officers in there we did have an idea of you know what sort of the focus should be and what we should be working on and you know what what direction the guild was going to, but then once those started to go away um you know it was it was kind of like everybody for in themselves and when everybody was doing their own thing it wasn't conducive, especially as we were at that time, we were starting Sith Raid and you needed to have, you know, some alignment and some, some direction. Um, and when you didn't have that, it, it wasn't conducive to getting anything done. So that's where my story also, it, it really came down to uh, uh, communication. The reality is, even in my early guild, we're talking about a ton of friends playing together with, yes, people, you know, 25, 30 or so people that we didn't know. But the culture was fine because we were all friends. The problem was there was no communication to those other 25 or 30 individuals that were playing with us. And there weren't any real goals set for anyone. And of course, these were in the early days of the guild, the early days of the game, where a lot of us were just enjoying the pleasure of farming characters that we had grown to love uh, from Star Wars. Yeah, but but ultimately, the you know um, the game was growing up, and it was requiring guilds to grow up and figure out how to play this as a collective unit. And uh, our guild just wasn't capable of doing it in its original format. So now I'll tell you a little bit about Mustafar's history as best as I can, because I didn't live the first year and a half or so of its history. But Mustafar also has a sort of sorted beginning. Um, our guild leader, Ace Nightwing, and a 
few of her friends from a game that they had previously played decided to try out Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. They joined a guild, just like we all did as we first started in the game. And for a month or so, once those guilds fired up, everything seemed great, except for that guild leader went completely AWOL. Just disappeared. Stopped playing, stopped communicating, stopped allowing any, you know, stopped putting events up. It became a basically a dead zone from an officer period. And again, this is really early in the days of Star Wars. Uh, there wasn't a known way of removing a guild leader. So what they ended up doing, or what Ace Nightwing ended up choosing to do, is firing up a new guild, bringing all of the people that she had connections to within that guild into that new guild, and it was called Millennium Fukusu, um, which was the name of the gaming guild that she had played in prior to that in a previous game. After doing all of that, the guild became incredibly successful in those early days to the point that they fired up a second guild, the guild that uh, we both talked about called Cantina. Fukusu, as an alliance guild, built under the same concept that the alliance, the Senate alliance is currently in. A compatriot guild where we try to work together as much as possible and share recruiting and information. So it was at this point in the podcast that we had some recording difficulties and about a minute and a half of our discussion was not recorded. During this period, I was just explaining how Cantina uh, Fukusu and Millennium Fukusu eventually decided to consolidate the two guilds together in order to complete the heroic Sith raid that was proving to be an incredibly challenging event and causing a loss of some of our key members. And now I will return the recording back to our regular podcast. Thank you very much. Moving forward, we went through a few months until we found a new officer that really kind of changed uh, Millennium Fukusu for the better. And that particular officer was named. Brax Nightfinder. So Brax, once you join Millennium Fukusu as an officer, one of the first things that we did was establish our first set of rules for officer behavior. And what were those? Well, I must have been bad because if you didn't have any rules and then I showed up, you had to you had to make some rules, I guess. <laughs> but um, you know, they were they were some pretty simple rules, um, and it was you know keeping everything in house. You know, whatever we talked about in that officer's room, 
um, is what, um, you know, it was going to stay in there and we weren't going to take any kind of conversations um, outside um, into our general chat. Um, we were going to stay together and have a, uh, a, a common uh, message being sent out. So once a decision was made, we were going to stick to that and uh, we were, we were going to put that out there. I think you're leaving behind one of uh, uh, my favorite rules was every officer was empowered to do their job. Yes. Uh, yeah. And that was a big one. And your job was what when we brought you in? Well, I first kind of flirted around a little bit with territory war. Um, and I think that was one of the first things I, I think the, the guild gave me um, to uh, sort of uh, show some trust and um, sort of maybe build a little bit of confidence. Um, but then from there, um, then I really kind of took on um, more of like the recruiter role where I was, you know, out trying to get other people, um, bring them into the guild and, you know, help us grow. So. So I think the Mustafar story from here really goes to you because the Mustafar story is really about recruiting and how everything that came at us moving from here and how you handled it in that role moving forward. So I'm going to hand it over to you to tell the rest of the Mustafar story. Yeah, so as... As you alluded to there, uh, you know, we we were growing and everything, and CG, as always, um, were, were throwing us new curveballs and everything. And I think, well, you know, we started to get into, you know, Zetas and Relics and all that kind of stuff, and especially with the Relics, and we were starting to see um, challenges. And um, it, was kind of, it was kind of a spell there where... Um, we had some players that felt like that they were greener pastures and they wanted to go venture those and other people that felt like they couldn't keep up with the content. And so we, you know, we had people moving on to, you know, bigger, better things. And we also had people that were retiring and leaving the game. And um, we were at a point where recruiting, like it was very tough and there wasn't, there, there wasn't a, a big pool to, uh, to get from um and it it was a very challenging time, and I, I think there was I think we both can agree that there was times where like you you know you maybe you didn't say it out loud, but you were thinking to yourself, man, is this is this guild gonna make it? Um, and I remember I remember finally presenting to the uh, the guild officers, you know, in our chat that hey maybe maybe we should explore looking into an alliance to see if maybe an alliance could help. And I think we talked about as a group that, you know, if, if that were the road that we were going to go down, that there was some, some things that we needed to stay firm on and, you know, that we were going to be able to, you know, run our, our guild the way that we wanted to run it um, in that we weren't going to have to sacrifice any of our beliefs or, you know, any of our standards that we had set and, um, think it was important to us that you know we not be a feeder guild to where we were going to develop players and then they were going to move on to 
to a larger guild. Um, you know, that what that wasn't anything that we believed in. We didn't think that that was going to be successful for us, and that probably wasn't a model that would work as an alliance as well. So, you know, we kind of came together as officers and said, you know, let's at least go see what's out there and talk to people. And so then, uh, you know, through recruiting sites and everything like that, I started to um, talk to alliances and, you know, we kind of did these semi-interviews where we um, would talk to an alliance and see what they were about and tell them what we were about and, you know, kind of went back and forth as far as what they offered us and what we potentially offered them. Um, and, you know, we uh, we had it narrowed down to um, to definitely two, maybe, maybe three different alliances that were going to maybe fit our model and that would work for us. And, um, you know, we talked to this alliance and um, they were very friendly from the get-go. Like it was one of those things where we started talking and it just, you know, we did, it just, it just worked, um, as far as the dialogue back and forth. Um, and they told us a lot of things that we wanted to hear as far as, uh, you know, how, how they allow everybody to run their own guilds and how they, they definitely do not believe in feeder guilds and everything like that. And it, it, it you know, it was exactly what we were looking for at the time. Um, the only catch was that we needed to change our name to a planet name. Um, and so that, you know, there was, as we've already talked about, there was a lot of history, um, you know, with Millennium Fukatsu and, you know, it was important to us, that name. Um, but then we also knew that it was important to move our guild forward. Um, so we kind of went back and forth. We talked about different names and everything like that. And in the end, we end up using Mustafar because we were able to keep the M and the F from Millennium Fukatsu, um, we were able to keep that and use that in um, in Mustafar. And so now you know where the MF comes for, from. Uh, I still argue that was the greatest decision this um, the guild has ever made. Because since arriving at the Alliance, we have been able to really rebuild our guild in the vision that we had always intended it to be. Yes. And those are the principles that we are going to talk about over the next four episodes. The concepts of, you know, culture. Which then flows straight into the concept of recruiting and then flows into goals and then flows into the concept of player development those are the four big things that every guild has to map out in a very clear concise manner and know what they're doing you need to know what your culture is what kind of players you're looking for and how to recruit those players you need to know how to develop those players and then you also need to know the goals that you're shooting for as a guild to keep those players engaged 
those are our next four episodes. I think we have given a good accounting for how Mustafar came into being. Hopefully people found the conversation somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Anything to add there, Brax? Um, no, I mean, I hope, um, you know, I hope this kind of sparks a little, I mean, maybe, maybe there's people in guilds now that, um, maybe have a little bit of interest as far as where, where their guild came from and everything like that. So maybe, maybe this will strike up some conversation, you know, within the Alliance and anybody outside of the Alliance that's, uh, that's listening, like, uh, you know, it, your, your history is a good thing because it, it's what has helped you as a player and potentially your guild as well develop into what it is. So um, I really look forward to the next uh, four episodes because we, we actually got a lot of stuff that we have to talk about, and that's kind of why we split it up. Um, but they're all very, uh, very foundational things that, that I think we need to do. And and uh, I, I don't want it to sound like we're trying to tell you like we're we're not going to tell you the culture that you need to have, or we're not going to tell you exactly how you need to recruit or anything like that. But we're going to tell you, hopefully, at least from our perspective, like what what um what building that culture is going to be like, and you know things that you can do to recruit. Um, so you know, we don't have the perfect answer, but at least we'll, maybe we'll give you an outline that will help everybody out. So, and I. I loved a little bit of what you said there. I have had so many questions about how, you know, our guilds, this was, uh, our guild came into being. Uh, so this was sort of a double-edged sword for us. We got to introduce a new series, but also have something to record the history of Mustafar. So yeah, it's been been a fun episode for me. How about Absolutely. yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, on that note, um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, again, Rem, thank you for everything that you uh, you helped bring to this. Um, you know, we appreciate your insight and everything like that. Um, and on that note, we're going to give a little goodbye for, for now, and uh, we'll uh, be back to you guys soon with a, a little talk about the culture. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next time, Rex. Yes, sir.